You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. Once again, here's Sean McGuire. Welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. You know, one of the uh, arguments that drug companies will make is they only spend a fraction of their budget on advertising. Uh, and they they say it's just a fraction compared to what they spend on research and development. And I totally get that there is a lot of money that goes into the science of putting together a drug that solves solves an important medical problem. And I'm hey, I'm all for it. But uh, have you noticed that drug prices are completely out of control lately? And so even if they're only spending 10 percent of their budget with the prices going up like they have lately, that's why you're probably seeing so many of these drug commercials. Well, that and, you know, there's only two countries in the world that allow direct-to-consumer advertising of prescription drugs, United States and New Zealand. And if you really want to think about it from, think about the, the drug uh, for AIDS uh, patients, HIV patients that went up, was 7,500%, and the guy testified this week in front of Congress and didn't really answer anything. He pled the Fifth Amendment. Oh, yeah. What what was that guy's name? Martin Shukrelli. And he brought a drug company, right? And yeah. how much did he raise the price? By 7,500%. <laughs> per pill. Per pill. Yeah. And you wonder why healthcare costs are so expensive, but the story that you sent over, and then we're going to take a couple calls here. Hang tight there, gentlemen, uh, on hold. Uh, the AMA voting to get rid of... What was that? Uh, uh, votes to ban prescription drug commercials. So what the AMA uh, board chair uh, Patrice Harris said is that the vote reflects concerns among physicians about the negative impact of commercially driven promotions. So basically what she's saying is all of these commercials are only driving traffic to these specific drugs that are being advertised, not to other drugs that are out there that might actually be better for the patient, but the patient sees the ad for, say, Jubilee on television, and that's what they want. They don't want anything else, let alone the generic, which is probably a third of the cost. Uh, one example is the purple pill, not that purple pill, but Nexium. Yep. Uh, looks just like that microphone cover, uh, actually, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. But uh, the same thing is available over the county in Prilosec, and when you look at the cost, I think Nexium, if you had to pay cash without insurance, was... I mean, it's over a hundred bo- hundred bucks almost to, to for the bottle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. And Prilosec is like ten dollars. So why would you get buy? I mean, come on, people, wake up! If there's an over-the-counter prescription, use it. Don't necessarily always gravitate towards the other, and definitely use generics. Well, Rich wants to share a pr- uh, patient perspective, and then Jim's up next. But we do have one line open, 402-342-1290. Lots of people wanting to uh, to chime in here this afternoon. Uh, Rich, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello? Rich? Yes, Rich. Yeah, I'm here. What's going yeah. on? What's on your mind? Well, se- se- several things. Um, I've been diabetic for like 47 years, and I was always on um, uh, a group health insurance, and it kept going up and going up, and we're, we're, we're still on it. But one thing that I was just shocked, I was at Walmart and I was walking through their uh, prescription area and they have test strips called Rely On. And there's like for 100 test strips, it was 18 bucks. I was on OneTouch and I don't know if I should be saying the brand, but 
I was paying through my insurance company a hundred and thirty five dollars for a hundred test trips. That's after my insurance company pays. So, uh, I mean, so how much was your insurance company paying on top of that? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know that with facts because I'm not at home. I'm on a cell phone, but, but, I mean, $135 compared to 18, and I thought, okay, there must be, there, there must be, a, it must be a bad, a bad meter or a bad test strip, and so I asked them, and they said, oh no, the, the diabetes uh, center actually promotes our our test strips. So I asked the lady, I said, well, why why are yours so much cheaper? And they said, well, we make our own test strips, and we pass that savings on to our customers. And I, I thought, that's just crazy for me to spend another $110 for the same amount of strips. Uh, and then the, the insulin... Um, Every now that we're on those this Obamacare stuff, every January and February and March, my deductible is forty five hundred dollars. I got to pay the first forty five hundred dollars out of pocket, and so my my meta my all my medicines, my insulin and everything else, it only takes me the first three months of the year. To meet my dedu- my my deductible before they'll pay eighty um, percent of the remainder, and so every January I've got to have that much money in the bank before, otherwise I won't get my medicine, right. which means which is really bad. Millions so, of Americans are in this situation. I how how you can you guys since you're the expert. How are these poor people that are diabetic with their deductibles? I'm hearing these high deductibles, like four to six thousand dollars. If they're poor and they're only making fifteen thousand dollars a year, how are they getting a break on their deductibles? If they make below two hundred and fifty percent of the federal poverty level, there's uh, you get uh, your premiums and you get some assistance with uh, out-of-pocket medical costs. It's kind of scaled on how much one would make. I'd have to look at their numbers for sure, but to answer your question, yes, but to some it's still not enough because these deductibles are so high. So maybe it was a $12,000 deductible, but they get some assistance with that. It still knocks it down to four, and that's still a lot of money for a lot of people. And we've how cited are up, How are they coming up with $4,000? Right. And say, there's statistics that have come out recently, and we've talked about them on this program, how the uh, amount of, of money, like you said, that, that Americans have to come up with to meet their deductible uh, exceeds the savings of literally, I'm not going to use, yeah, I'm not gonna use the, the term vast majority because our politicians use it so much, but yes, almost everybody out there, uh, their deductible is probably more than they have on hand. Well, and here's, savings. The, and here's the problem with that is that's also driving, if you look at medical collections, it's driving the medical collections programs through the roof. And so you see all of these different collection agencies doubling and tripling their staff because all of the number of medical uh, collections are going through the roof because people can't afford to pay for the uh, care that they're trying to receive. And if you miss one payment, certain, I'm not going to name any names, but they'll just send you, if you just miss one payment, they'll send you right to collections 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Oh uh, well, I heard you guys talking about the Prilosec uh, medication. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, this is on a different note, but my mom was ninety some years old, and she was in a nursing home. I won't tell you which one because they were very good, but they use a third party company to uh, get their their drugs from. And my mom was on my the doctor ordered Prilosec, and they charged her. I I was doing the bills for. I get a bill from this medical company for a hundred and eighty some dollars for ten Prilosec pills. And I called them and I said, "What are you thinking?" And they said, "Oh well, this is what this is not the the, the stuff that you would get over the counter." And I said, no, that's not true. I, I, I checked with the doctor. And and so I checked. The doctor said, well, we'll just take her off it. But it was $180 some dollars for this Prilosec. And I checked at, the, at, at Walmart and other stores. And they all were like 10 15 bucks. Well, and that's the cost of all the different crazy staff and everything that gets built into the uh, cost of the pill. And it's outrageous what... We end up having to pay for some of these insurance companies to actually provide medication. And so thank you so much for your call, Rich. Uh, we uh, look forward to uh, t- taking that discussion. We have a line open at 402-342-1290, and we'll be back right after the break. <laughs> 